Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special episode of the Locums Live podcast. My name is Tom Hoffman, and today we are extremely excited to welcome in Karen Moat, president of Cross Country Locums, on her birthday, no less. And Karen will be speaking with us about her journey throughout her career and her thoughts on the locum industry as a whole. Uh, so, Karen, first off, happy birthday and welcome to the podcast. We really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us this afternoon. Thanks, Tom. It's been a great birthday so far. Every every year um, is uh, I count as a big blessing indeed. So thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'd, I'd love to have a start off by just having you give a little background about yourself and what initially inspired you to get into the healthcare space in general. Sure. So I've always um, had a big desire to um, take care of people, very passionate about it. So originally I thought about being a nurse, actually even started nursing school. And then as I was into nursing school and we were going through the chemistry portion, I really figured out that I loved learning about the why, why, what caused someone to be sick. And so from that, I moved into um, uh, the laboratory. I wanted to become a laboratory technologist. So I um, wanted to be part of the discovery of it all. And uh, so that's where I stayed for uh, several years, worked in a, a hospital system nearby, and then um, with a uh, pediatric group, a large pediatric group um, for several years um, and and loved it. So I just love the healthcare space in general. Um, but then after I started having children, I had my first two within 16 months apart and decided that being in the pediatric group, there were long hours and I wanted to stay at home for a little while. So I stayed at home um, for a bit. Um, and then when I was ready to get back into healthcare, is how I heard about cross country. That's that's a perfect lead into my next question, um, because it was going to be to get a little bit more about your background. I, I appreciate you kind of getting into how you, you know, came up with that, you know, Honestly, Karen, I didn't even know that you you had started in nursing school. That's so that's something that I learned today. Um, <laughs> but I do like how you, you you talk about the why, and I can see how that kind of motivated you to want to continue, you know, in, in in this space. But for my next question, I just wanted to ask about your cross country journey and how you got started in the organization, and just sure. to tell us about a little bit about your path to becoming president of a top locums company in the industry. Yeah. So. Um, as I mentioned, I had, you know, two children very close together and um, then eventually a third. So as I was staying home, you know, I picked up some part-time jobs and things like that to just give me that uh, flexibility to be at home more. And one of the, the jobs that I kind of picked up just on a whim was... Um, doing some sales. Uh, you've all heard of in-home parties and things like that. So um, I started doing that because I could do that in the evenings when my husband uh, came home. And that's when I learned that I was pretty competitive and I liked selling as well. Uh, so when my third child um, was ready to start kindergarten and I wanted to go back into full-time workforce, um, a friend actually called me and told me about cross-country. I had no idea um, that this space really even existed at the time. Um, so being able to move into this brought together my competitiveness of loving to sell and being in healthcare. And I just felt like it blended it all perfectly. And then I was able to work um, remotely 
um, at the time before remote workforce was much of a thing. So that also was uh, very important to me. Uh, So that's kind of how I started. And, um, you know, I started as a recruiter assistant and I started in the permanent division um, at the time. Uh, So I got, you know, I got my feet wet by, you know, just making a hundred phone calls a day because at the time I actually had a hard phone line and a fax machine and a computer. Um, And so I spent my day calling and talking to doctors and finding out if they were, you know, interested in making a permanent move um, or not. And then um, from there, um, later, I was um, asked to kind of help um, move over to the Allied Health Division. So I moved over to the Allied Health Division there and then worked in um, advanced practice. And um, so uh, through it all, I have had my hands in just about every um, division within our company, except for the support side. But being part of production, I learned all about the, um, you know, the the payroll and the collections and the bill team and the credentialing team. So over the years, I felt like I really had my hands in a, in a lot of that. And now in my role of president, I feel like that's um, makes a difference. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate you kind of going into that. And, you know, it's obvious uh, your passion about the healthcare industry and you mentioning, you know, your love for selling, that would make the move to cross country a perfect fit for you. And uh, I know firsthand, um, you know, how wide ranging your experience is. Um, and, and like you mentioned, you know, just working up through your career with cross country and being involved in so many things, you know, I'm sure that was very beneficial when you, you know, took the reins to be president. And, um, you know, like I mentioned, I know firsthand the experiences and the challenges that you face every day from all aspects of the business. Um, So I did want to ask you what you feel are your biggest strengths as a leader and what qualities do you feel are most important, you know, just to serve as president of such a large local leader in the industry? Yeah. So as I mentioned, you know, working in all the different um, divisions and getting to meet so many um, wonderful clients and, and physicians and advanced practitioners over the years. Um, I feel like that made the biggest difference because I worked with these clients and providers for so many years and learned firsthand what it meant to be short-staffed. Being short-staffed to a rural clinic somewhere, um, it's it's a stress level like no other. They actually, if I couldn't provide and find help for them, it could mean that they had to divert their patients to the next, you know, hospital in the next town over or actually close their doors of their clinic and not be able to provide um, care that day. So, you know, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm passionate about healthcare. I liked making a difference and, um, you know, and I want to help others. So I think that drove me to make sure that I was passionate enough to go the extra mile to find someone to ensure that those patients could receive care. Um, What I didn't mention is that in my days of production, I worked in the specialty of radiation oncology for probably the longest. And those patients require radiation um, therapy five days a week. So I just envision those patients as one of my loved ones, a parent, a spouse, a child that needed to get that radiation therapy treatment that day. And so that just drove me to make sure that I did whatever it took 
to get a provider to work and work on time. And I mentioned I had three children and they were small at the time. So, you know, if I had to stop work, feed them dinner, go to a game, whatever, I was, you know, using my cell phone um, whenever the kids um, knew my 800 number by heart because they heard it so many times in the car as I was like calling sure. you know, at the last minutes needing help for the next day. Um, but, you know, I didn't want to see a single patient to have to miss a treatment. So even after we got home and the kids would go to bed, sometimes I would work late at night, making sure that that rural radiation therapy center was going to have coverage. Um, I also worked with providers um, on a day-by-day basis, and I got to know many of them um, and their families on a personal level. I got to know their significant others, their spouses. I knew how many children they had or what hobbies they loved to do. And I understood why they worked locums. I knew the ones that wanted to travel to other parts of the U.S. and the ones that needed to be closer to home. And because I knew them on a personal level, um, if I didn't know where I was going to send them on their next assignment, it would keep me awake at night. And I think that passion is what is my biggest strength as a leader. And that passion still drives me today when um, I talk with our teams. I want them to understand the why behind what we do. It's not just a number. It's not another phone call or another text message or email that we send. But we are truly making a difference. No matter what team you work on, we must know that whatever it is that they're doing is necessary to get that doctor or advanced practitioner to work on time with no delays and make sure that they're paid on time. And, you know, we have a motto here, Tom, uh, and it is care for all. No matter what area you work in, our doctors, advanced practitioners, and clients are our purpose. And then just taking it a step further and making sure that every patient has access to health care when they need it is our driving passion. And again, I feel like that's my biggest strength that I can bring to this organization is getting other people to see it through my eyes. When they first come in, they may not realize what a difference they truly can make in the healthcare industry. Um, but if I can get them to grasp that vision, they will become the best version of themselves and drive our company to be the best um, that we can possibly be. I love what you said, Karen, you know, especially just, you know, having the understanding of the impact uh, of being left without coverage is huge. Um, I think that we we all need to have that in order to be successful at this company and in the, in the industry as a whole. And I know personally that I'm I'm happy to be part of a team that does have that. Um, so I, I appreciate you getting into that. Um, and then, you know, just getting into, you know, what our providers go through, you know, when they take on locums assignments with us. Can you get into a little bit about how our process works when a provider does find that assignment that is a fit for them? Sure. Yeah. We like to keep our process just as simple as possible. We know how extremely busy, um, you know, our doctors and, and advanced practitioners are. They are busy seeing patients every day and they don't have time for mounds of paperwork. So, um, you know, you can find out more about our positions um, that we have open by just looking at crosscountry.com. We've just launched a new website. It's easy to look at even on your mobile phone. So wherever you are, you can check out to see what we've got open um, or Maybe you're already in our database and you get an email from us or a text message about an opening that meets, um, you know, their qualifications. And then we like to connect them with one of our consultants that will share 
more information about the location, about the job, discuss the job specifications and pay. And then if you're interested in the next step, we work with account executive to make sure that your CV and additional information is presented to that client. And then we walk you through every step of the process. You've got that um, recruiter or consultant that will work with you, um, show you what our paperwork looks like. We actually just went through our application and uh, simplified it and made sure that things kind of flowed a lot better. Um, and then we've got support teams all along the way that will work with you. Um, we have a CARES team that will take your CV and pre-populate as much of that credentialing information as possible. Then we have, you know, wonderful um, credentialing intake team that will take that information, make sure that we get you covered under um, our malpractice coverage so that when you're on assignment with us, you don't one less thing you have to worry about. Um, and then we work with you, too, to take you through if you're having to get hospital um, privileges. We'll work you through it, walk with you on that process and make it just as simple uh, for you and as painless as possible. Paperwork's never fun, but if you've got somebody that's just kind of walking you through those steps, um, it makes it much easier. Um, then on once you start working, you know, your consultant will, we will make sure that, um, or when you're ready to travel, ready to go to work, we make sure that you've got your travel arranged just so that you don't have to worry about a single thing. We'll arrange that airfare, rental car, make sure you've got a place to stay, whether it's a hotel or whether it's a, an extended stay or an apartment um, or an Airbnb. Um, we will make sure that you are set up um, and that you're comfortable while you're on assignment. Um, we'll check in on you often. Uh, you've got access to us whenever you need us after hours travel. If anything goes wrong, we want to make it as seamless for you, our provider, as possible. And then um, we've got a whole support team on the backside to make sure that you're paid. We've got direct deposit and you've got that weekly pay coming in. Um, we like to just keep that, that process simple. And we're always looking to simplify the process even more. Currently, we're actually we're going through uh, the entire process from start to finish and looking at ways that we can make it easier and more seamless for our provider. Um, and then when you're on assignment, we're checking in on you. And before it ends, we're already talking to you about, okay, um, are you, we going to extend here if the client no longer has a need? Uh, then we start looking at getting you ready and uh, to go on your next assignment as soon as you're ready. Yeah, thank you for thank you for kind of laying that out for us. Uh, I think that that's important, you know, for everyone listening to realize the work that goes in, you know, the the entire process from start to finish. You know, our account executives and recruiters do an amazing job. Um, I, I love how you mentioned, you know, credentialing, travel, housing, and all of our other support teams as well. Um, they do such an incredible job behind the scenes. Uh, you know, obviously we're grateful for them, um, but they work so incredibly hard to make our providers' experience as smooth as possible, like you mentioned. So I appreciate you getting into that. Absolutely. It takes a village, Tom. You sure does. Sure does. So just backtracking a bit and going back to your role as a leader, what would you say inspires you in your position from day to day? Knowing that we're making a difference. I love this company and the locums healthcare staffing industry more today than when I started 25 years ago. Um, it's so fast paced and you've got to be agile to, to handle the curveballs. But the one thing I can promise you is that you never get bored with this job. 
We're constantly looking for ways to move faster and be more efficient and get more providers to the bedside so that we're helping patients even uh, get care faster than ever before. So I would say that's what still inspires me. It uh, it drives me every day, and I want us to make a I want us to make a difference. And then this is a pretty general question, Karen. Um, but seeing as you've been part of the organization for so many years, uh, just seems fitting to ask you this. And that would be, what do you love most about being part of cross-country locums and to a larger extent, cross-country healthcare? So, gosh, I love cross-country healthcare overall because we bring total solutions to healthcare facilities. You know, the thing I love about cross-country healthcare and cross-country locums is that we're a family. I have talked throughout this whole podcast of being passionate and how we love to compete. Um, you know, we we love to win, but we will also drop everything to help somebody else on our team. And that's what I love about this company and the organization. Um, I also love that we are a work for from wherever you're comfortable company. And that allows for so much work-life balance for people. Um, I love that we have that freedom. We're still a family. Um, we have Monday kickoff calls and I love it. Everybody huddles together. We celebrate last week's win um, and we're all on camera. So we still see each other and we still feel connected. Uh, so in a, even in a remote environment, I think we have gone above and beyond to make sure that we're connected. We're supporting each other. And, you know, because we do have that work from wherever you are comfortable, I mean, we have an office for people when you want to go into an office, we have, you know, meetings and luncheons in the office. But when you're able to also work from home, uh, Tom, you and I are in the Atlanta area, and I don't care where you live in Atlanta, unless you're right next door to the office, you can sometimes end up with a long commute. And because our employees don't have that on a day-to-day uh, you know, basis anymore, uh, they can easily make it to more functions that their children are involved in, or they can get out and, and hike in the afternoons if they want to. Um, and, you know, in a production role, if you're in a production role at the company, uh, you can earn commissions. And I love that about our company. I think we um, it paid very generously, and you've got the ability to make a difference um, in your lives and in your family's lives personally. And, you know, you don't get that in just every nine to five job. So um, that's what I love. And just the fact that it's something different every single day. Yeah, I completely agree with you. There's never a dull moment around here. <laughs> nope, never. And, and absolutely, like, you, know, you, you touched on flexibility, which is which is such a huge benefit, and and um, it, it's, it's it's rare. You know, I think we're very fortunate uh, to be in that situation, and, and also too, I think it helps out. I mean, I think it it really does help in terms of you know what we can put in those extra hours if we need to. You know, yeah. if, if there's if we receive a call at you know six o'clock on our Friday, we know that our team has the ability to get that done. Um, and then you also mentioned family and family is huge for me. I think that, you know, that, you know, I've, I've been yeah. here almost 10 years, um, but the family aspect of it really does ring true to me. And, yeah. you know, cross country as a whole, you know, we do whatever it takes to solve problems and to, to push through yeah. what we need to do to, to make sure that our clients have the coverage they need. So I'm really happy that you touched on that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Tom, speaking of, you know, physicians and advanced practitioners um, working with cross country, you know, I think in the past, 
locums used to be a little uncommon and maybe even sort of had a negative connotation. Um, and it was perceived at one point, maybe that locums, uh, doctors that worked locums, maybe they did it because they couldn't hold down a, a permanent position. But, you know, that's not the case, uh, Tom. We talk about flexibility with our employees here, but that's also the truth for our locums providers. And now we're seeing it being more of a lifestyle change, especially post-pandemic. Um, a lot of our providers um, suffered from burnout. Um, and this allows them to have that work-life balance. And um, working locums can prevent that, that burnout. It also allows them to work at different hospitals and clinics and get training on procedures and different technologies that maybe they wouldn't have had exposure to if they only worked in one location. Um, so I think they get the best of both worlds. And then, two, we talk about the, the balance that we've got here working remotely but I've talked with a lot of physicians and advanced practitioners over the years who love the ability to go work, you know, a, a month at a time or maybe a, a seven on, seven off, 14 on, 14 off, you know, shift or maybe just weekend coverage. Um, and then they're off to be able to go and do things that they love, pursue their hobbies or spend more time with their families um, during their off time. And, um, you know, that makes a big difference for our providers. Um, and also you can make really good money working as a um, locum provider. Um, years ago, I worked with a, a provider that um, was young and single and, um, you know, I watched him travel and he just saved his money and had a girlfriend and I was able to celebrate with him when he, you know, he'd saved up the money for the engagement ring and then he kept working locums even after they were married and had a really nice down payment on his um, home by the time they were ready to have their first child. Um, and then then there's the opposite too. We've also worked with a lot of providers and Tom, I know you helped credential a, a lot of these that were really mission-minded and they wanted to be able to work locums um, at an underserved area. Many of our providers, um, it's their their mission and their, you know, to be able to work at some of these underserved populated areas, such as our Indian Health Service um, clients. And to be able to offer that to our providers who um, just really want to help without being weighed down with all of the paperwork of a permanent job, I think also makes it makes a difference. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And, you know, we, we've been doing these podcasts now for at least a year and a half. And I, I typically do ask that question. You did, just out of curiosity, you know, what made you want to take the jump to locums and flexibility yeah. almost overwhelmingly is their number one reason. Um, you know, and they also do mention, you know, preventing burnout, you know, earning that extra income, mm -hmm. uh, but also to, you know, kind of going back to, to earlier with the family aspect, um, you know, a, a lot of our providers like having their families come out and, and joining them when they're yes. on time. And that's huge for them. You know, they're able to experience, um, you know, different parts of the country, um, you know, on those off days for our providers that they can actually spend with their family in the new location. So uh, I'm glad you mentioned all of that. Those are all, you know, massive reasons why our providers choose to do what they do. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not just those that are, well, we still have a lot of our doctors who are getting close to retirement, but they're not ready to completely retire that want to travel. Sure. We also have a lot of young um, physicians and advanced practitioners who are, you know, choosing to um, travel 
And some may want to explore different parts of the state, like you mentioned, and then some may want to stay close to home. And we have we offer that flexibility. So I love that. And to uh, close this out, because we're getting uh, kind of close on time, uh, just wanted to ask you a little, a little bit more about your life outside of being president of CCL. Um, well, I know that you stay extremely busy outside the office, especially when I, it comes to your grandchildren. <laughs> um, so if you would, yeah, just what, what keeps you refreshed and motivated when you're able to take some time for yourself? Love that you ask about what do I love doing outside <laughs> of um, my life here at Cross Country Locums. Um, as you mentioned, I have grandchildren and um, that has just exploded recently. I'm up to five grandbabies and they are the most wonderful thing in the entire world. The last two came just six weeks apart. Uh, my two daughters both had um, baby girls. So our family is expanding. Families, what's most important to me? I love having big family gatherings, cooking, um, spending time with family. Um, but my husband and I also love um, camping. We love to be outdoors. We love um, waterfalls, being close to a river or, you know, anything outdoors. Um, love it. We love to um, garden. My son-in-law now plants the garden. and But I love to get my hands dirty and get in there and, and uh, help pick the vegetables as they come in. And then um, I also have pet ducks um, on our pond that I love to go and uh, feed every afternoon. Uh, you can't be very stressed out when you got a bunch of ducks uh, <laughs> quacking at you to give them some more corn. So um, anything outdoors and with family, I would say that that's what brings me joy. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we were talking about never a dull moment at uh, CCH, but yeah, never a dull moment in the uh, moat household either. Sounds like. <laughs> absolutely not. Well, thank you again, Karen, for being on with us today. Um, I think I speak for all of us at CCH when, you know, we just say that we're honored to work with you and we appreciate the dedication and the leadership that you provide for each and every one of us every day. So, Karen, thank you again. And I hope you have a very happy birthday. Thank you, Tom. And, um, and I appreciate you. I'm glad that you're here and part of our work family. Thanks, Tom.